Welcome to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network, a show that streams health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. You can download all Kidney Talk shows from iTunes and find a variety of resources to help you navigate this illness at rsnhope.org. Please welcome your host, Lori Hartwell, who has lived with kidney disease since the age of two. Today we're going to be talking about a very important subject, and it's for people who have kidney disease and, you know, they proceed to needing a treatment option. Do they know all their choices? And today we're going to be talking to Dori Chattel. She's the executive director of the Nonprofit Medical Education Institute, which conducts research and develops educational materials for people who have kidney disease. So welcome to the show, Dori. Thanks, Lori. I am really glad to be back. Well, you know, you created a tool, and we're going to talk about it today, about, you know, my life, my dialysis choice. So can you explain to me the reason why you created this aid? Yes, I created this because I have done talks all over the country, and sometimes I will ask people in the audience, and usually these are nurses, dietitians, social workers, I'll ask them to raise their hand if they've heard of a particular treatment option. And way too often, no hands would go up. And so I know that if the staff don't necessarily know what all of the options are, there's no way that the consumers are being told. And what really I think is important when you think about what option you might want to pick if you're waiting for a transplant and you need some kind of dialysis, you need to know how that's going to fit your lifestyle because the whole point of this is to live, not just to sort of exist while you wait. And depending on the treatment option you pick, your life can look completely different. What you eat and drink can be different. How many meds you take can be different. How well you sleep at night. How much energy you have. Whether you can work or travel. Your sex life. All of that can be affected by your treatment. So we wanted to build something that would help people see what their lives might look like depending on what they pick. So can you briefly just go through the different treatment options? Absolutely. I think a lot of people don't know that there are seven different ways to do dialysis because we always hear about PD and HD, you know, peritoneal dialysis and hemodialysis. But there are subsets. So there are two ways to do peritoneal dialysis. You could do your fluid exchanges by hand, usually four times a day, or you can do them at night while you sleep using a cycler machine with or without a daytime exchange, depending on how much treatment you need. Hemodialysis can be done five different ways. So mostly people only hear about doing it in center three times a week, and hopefully they're getting at least four hours because that's really the least anybody should get to have the best outcomes. But um, in-center hemo can also be done at night. That's called nocturnal in-center hemo. That's usually three times a week, and it's twice as much dialysis as you might get with standard treatment. Um, standard treatment can be done at home. So that's conventional home hemo. Home hemo can also be done at home daily for two and a half to four hours. We call that short daily home hemo. And then hemodialysis can also be done at home at night while you sleep, either every other night, four nights a week, five nights a week. Some people even do six nights a week. And that's extended home hemo. And that is the most dialysis you can get. That is Cadillac dialysis. Well, and I think one of the things people don't understand is that you know, your kidneys function 24 hours a day. So, you know, more dialysis is better because, you know, when you get dialysis, how much of that is like your normal kidney function? And you're only getting a percentage of what your kidney would do. 
Exactly. And you're only getting that percentage on a treatment day. So even if you do standard chemo and you get maybe you get that four hours, on a treatment day, you might be getting 10% of your normal kidney function. On those four off days a week, it might drop as low as 5 or 6%. And that's part of the reason people can feel pretty crummy on those days off. Well, when I was on PD, I mean, I was on PD for nine years and hemo for probably a total of four and on home hemo for a while is I think that when I was on PD, I didn't have to be restricted on my fluid. And because of the fact that I could just take the fluid off daily, and that was a huge difference in my life when I was a teenager and a young adult, because you know, basically all you're concerned about, can I go out with my friends and have a drink? <laughs> and so that was my factor. You know, I didn't want to have to, you know, not have a cup of coffee or tea or uh, even a beer if I went out with my friends. And that was a huge lifestyle issue that I didn't have to worry about. Because when I was on hemo, I didn't have any kidney function. Everything I drank being, you know, four foot 11 frame just showed up on me. I mean, I got, you know, puffier. I, my my feet would be swollen and it would hard to be wear different types of shoes. Like, you know, I can't wear those cute shoes on a Sunday night. It's been the long weekend. Um, so these are the type of lifestyle issues that you're talking about. Can you give us a little bit more information about different lifestyle aspects? Absolutely. You're exactly right about the fluid. On a day-to-day basis, how people feel on dialysis is probably 95% about how much water is removed and how quickly it's removed. And so the more often you do dialysis, and PD is every day, and short daily is just about every day, the more often you do it, the less restricted you can be. But that also makes a difference to your energy level. People tend to have more energy when the fluid removal is more gentle. And in terms of things like travel, having a treatment that you can take with you, like a PD cycler or... You know, if you do any kind of PD and you travel in the U.S., the company will just ship your supplies to you. So, you know, you can go camping. I know people who've done PD in tents, you know. And the same with with the short daily home hemo, sometimes extended, depends on the machine. But if you can take a next stage machine with you, and it's like the size of a microwave oven versus the size of a four-drawer file cabinet, you take that along on an airplane, you can take it in a camper, on a boat. I've seen people dialyzing out by the pool and, and out by the ocean. Bill Peckham, you know, went down, maybe you even talked to him, <laughs> yes, we you know, went down the Colorado River on a raft, dialyzing with his next stage machine using a generator. You know, it's just so much more freedom. Well, he is a daredevil. I have to say, I'm pretty adventurous, but that is a... That is courageous, too. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And I cannot, oh, man, I mean, that raft turns over, everything goes in the water. But it went great. They had an awesome trip. Well, even river rafting itself is a little bit, you know, oh, my goodness, am I even up for that? So to add, you know, and the older you get, for me, the more, you know, I'm worried about, oh, what happens if I break a hip? What happens, you know, now I'm working about all those things. So um, you have different concerns than when you're younger. True. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what other, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. If you want to keep your job, you know, if you are younger and you have a good job, I mean, I know attorneys who've ended up on in-center on disability because nobody thought to say what's important to you in your life. And, you know, that's not okay. If your job has meaning for you, you know, and it's something that you really enjoy, you want to be able to keep doing it, then your choice of treatment is critical. 
Well, it is. I mean, I was on, you know, home dialysis for 10 years, probably. And I never wanted to go to the center because I was too busy. And, you know, I wanted to do things at home. And there were times that I would make jewelry or I would, you know, have friends over, you know, different parts of my life had different activities. And, you know, it is you have more freedom over your schedule. And one of the things when you do home dialysis is that you don't have to go to and from the facility. I mean, that's that saves a huge amount of time because your schedule is your own schedule. You don't have to go there and then, oh, wait, we have to wait an hour because we are, we're backed up a little bit. So these are all lifestyle issues that people have to consider. And unfortunately, a lot of people are making decisions when they have to start right away. Do you find that? Yes, and, and that's actually, those, those folks were part of the ones that we designed this tool for. People who just, you know, God forbid, are in the ER and find out your kidneys have failed and you need dialysis right now. And they don't know anything and they need to make a choice. I think a lot of people in this country end up making that choice out of fear. You know, they're afraid they won't be able to take care of themselves and this is so complicated and you need, you know, you need a care team to do this for you and a lot of that's about confidence because the reality is if you can drive yourself to the clinic, you can learn how to do a home treatment, you know, but it's, um, it's important to make a choice that's based on your values and not just on what you might be afraid of. Well, and it's true. I mean, you know, a lot of people come into the medical situation having no background at all. They've never even been in a hospital or been sick. And they're like, wait, you want me to be a healthcare professional? And I'm like, you know, look, you're able to take care of yourself much better than, um, you know, people who don't know you. They don't know your body. And can you tell us a little bit about what other countries do? Because it's interesting to learn what treatment options are found in other countries. Yeah, Canada and Japan and most of Europe and Australia and New Zealand, all of them have much, much more home dialysis than they have in the U.S. And actually, all of those same countries tend to do longer treatments even in-center than the U.S. So those countries all have much better outcomes. People live longer in countries outside of the U.S. So we have a mix that is almost all standard in-center hemo. Ninety percent of people do this one treatment option. And unfortunately, it's not the best treatment option. It's not the one with the best outcomes. It's not the one where people feel the best. It's the one where they're most limited in terms of what they can eat and drink and how many medicines they need to take, and, and especially their schedules. You know, it's the one where they have the least control. So that's, that's too bad that it works that way here. And I know that uh, many people have, you know, went around and asked healthcare professionals, what treatment option would you choose? And my question is for Dory, what treatment option would you choose if you had to start dialysis? And I hope that never happens. <laughs> well, thank you. I know. I, I, I always hope that nobody I know ever needs any of our materials. But you know what? My neighbor, you know, I mean, two neighbors have had dads on dialysis. It's always right around us and close to us, and it could be any of us. And my view is that one of the things we really need to do in this field is we need to get rid of the us versus them. We are all patients. We may not all be kidney patients, but we are all patients. And to the extent that we fix the healthcare system, we fix it for everybody. We fix it for ourselves. But, um, yeah, what I would pick, well, let me tell you what the docs picked because we did a survey of nephrologists and only 6% of them said they would do standard in center hemo if their kidneys failed and they had to choose a, you know, they had to wait five years to get a transplant. 45% said they would do PD and another 45% together said they would do either short daily hemo or nocturnal hemo. 
I am not a giant fan of needles, but if it were me, I would do I would do nocturnal hemo. I would do hemo at night as many nights as I could. I know. I'm always my my preference is peritoneal dialysis. <laughs> it well, always I, worked really well for me. And start with that because it's a really great treatment option to start with. It's gentle and it's easy to learn and it's portable, and you know it has a lot of advantages. It's just a lot of people can't do it more than. A few years. I know. It, it, I was lucky that I could do it nine years. and um, But then I was on home hemo, and, you know, it's. Uh, I have always had some tricky issues with access. But if you get a good access place, I mean, hemo works. I mean, I know people have been on it 36 years. We did an interview where a woman was on who's been on hemodialysis 36 years. Wow. I mean, just absolutely amazing. So tell us a little bit about how the, the tool works. If Where do we get it? How do people learn about it? Okay. Well, the tool is online. If you just go to mydialysischoice.org, it's online and it's free and you can use it anytime. It works on a tablet or a smartphone or on a computer. And basically, what you do is you just scroll down and you choose the values that matter to you. And right now, we have two groups of values. We may be changing it up a little bit and, and dividing it into three groups of values. There's 23 different values. So there's anything from I need to be able to work or go to school, I want to be able to travel, my sex life is important to me, uh, I love to swim or take tub baths. And you can pick as many or as few of those as you want. And then for each value that you pick, you're going to see a table of four different ways to do dialysis. Now, I told you there are seven, and there are seven, but we've grouped them together so that you just have to look at four different boxes. So you look at a box for PD, and you look at a box for extended dialysis, whether you do it in a center or at home, and you look at a box for um, standard hemodialysis three times a week for about four hours, whether you do that in center or at home, and one for short daily. And then you're going to see pros and cons for that value for each of those options, and you can rate those with stars. Once you use those stars, when you get to the end, you're going to see a table that is your values and then the numbers that you gave them, and there's going to be a total at the bottom. So you can see, oh, well, of all the values I picked, it looks like I gave PD uh, 27, and I gave standard and center hemo, um, you know, a 12, and I gave short daily hemo a 22, and I gave nocturnal hemo a 35 because it's me. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's kind of like dating for dialysis, right? Basically, that's what it is. It is exactly. <laughs> but the idea is you pick what matters most to you. And everybody has a different set of values that matter to them. So you pick your values. And then based on your values, you look at the pros and cons and you think how they might fit your life. And then you see how it works out. And then you can talk to your doctor. You can show this to your doctor. And your doctor can say, oh, well, I see that having pets is really important to you. Well, let's talk about pets. Or I can see that, you know, you're worried about how much dialysis will cost. Well, you know, then it's good to know that if you start a home treatment, Medicare will kick in right away. You know, and just depending on your values, you're going to get something that matters to you. So you can pick the life you want, not just a treatment. Well, that's wonderful. I mean, I think it's a a great tool for people to be able to access. And also, you know, if people don't have access to the Internet, are the staff using this at the clinics to be able or, you know, at the doctor's office to perhaps go through the patient to help them make a decision? 
We are working on rolling this out. It's still pretty new. So hopefully we will get it to the point where that happens, and we're actually going to have it at ASN. We're going to be doing a booth at the American Society of Nephrology, and we're going to be focusing on, on letting more doctors be aware of this tool. But um, also we're going to be working on a paper version so that uh, clinics that maybe don't have Internet or doctor's offices or whatever can can maybe use that for people who don't go online. It's also once we, once we get it all done and set, Probably we're going to translate it into Spanish so that um, you don't have to speak English to be able to use it. Well, it sounds like a great tool and, and needed in this community because, um, you know, dialysis is here to help us live the, the life we were meant to live. And if you're on the wrong treatment option, your life goes haywire because dialysis is a bridge for many people to get a transplant and you have to be as healthy as possible. And I know for myself, my attitude is what helps me be healthy. And if I'm on a treatment that's not working for me, I'm not going to wake up very happy every morning and look forward to doing you know, dialysis. I never looked forward to doing dialysis. I was always grateful that it was there. And it has been a bridge for me on many occasions to get to transplant. And I'm so grateful that I had my options given to me <laughs> because I would be pretty upset if I learned that PD was available and I wasn't told about it when that was the optimal treatment option for me. And I know folks who were in that boat and they were upset. <laughs> well, you know, you hear the same thing about transplant. Like, I, you know, I, we, we finished an interview about the organ allocation system. And what was interesting is that so many people don't realize that they can get on the transplant list at a 20 GFR. So they can you know, go get listed way before they need dialysis. <laughs> and well, that's right. an option and they need it, to know. It's And that's a really good thing to do because your um, your score for sort of how, how the transplant system rates you looks good when you haven't been on dialysis yet. Well, Dory, can you tell us a little bit about what Medical Education Institute offers other than this tool? Yes, actually, this tool is almost, um, we sort of distilled a book that I wrote with Dr. Agar called Help, I Need Dialysis. And the book has all of the background, all of the references. There are like 600 references in this book. And it goes through every kind of dialysis, how dialysis works, what your job is with regard to your dialysis. And it, it sort of goes through all of the lifestyle elements. But it still doesn't really exactly help you pick an option because you have to kind of read between the lines. So what Dr. Agar and Beth Whitten and I wanted to do was develop a way to make that information interactive so that we could map the lifestyle onto the options and help people see how they fit together. So that help book is a, a really good resource. But we have homedialysiscentral.org. So it's homedialysis.org. That's a website of ours that has a ton of information about PD and home hemo. And we have kidney school, kidneyschool.org, which has 16 modules on all sorts of things related to dialysis, including home therapies and, um, oh, my gosh, all sorts of things. So our... Um, Life Options website has some resources as well. We have eight websites. Four of them are patient-facing, including this one. If listeners want to learn more about all the websites, um, can they go to Med Medical Education Institute? Yes, yes. MEIResearch.org is our website, and from there you can get to all of our other websites. Okay, terrific. I think that will probably be the easiest because I know you have a lot of great information for people with kidney disease and their families and healthcare professionals. And, you know, knowledge is power. I mean, we know that. And 
Sometimes you just got to look and look and read. And then the more you learn, the less you know. That's my, it's like, you know, God, I need to learn more. And so uh, thank you so much, Dory, for, you know, putting all this information together, you and your great team, and helping to make patients make a choice so they can live the best life possible. You are so welcome, and I hope you will make this available to folks so that they know about it because you have such wonderful reach into the community and so many helpful things for people. Thank you, Dory. Thanks for listening to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network. Please make sure to find us on Facebook or sign up for our newsletter at rsnhope.org. Kidney Talk is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment from your physician. Always seek the advice of your own health care provider regarding your medical condition.